gbogbo alagbara to ndu koko mo ase koku lowo e tori bo nko lo da olorun lo da o osu ma pe o eri re ma de olori ma wa ori iri owuro yi o se le olori fun adura ati igbani niyanju e pe baba wa ninu oluwa si ori ero ibani soro yi 09081200200908121200 back on now testimony prophetic link lori facebook at baba testimony 123 lori instagram jesu loluwa fresh fm abel kuta 107.9 fresh fm 107.9 abel kuta Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM.
Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Thursday, the 6th of May, 2021. It's four minutes can pass 7 a.m. Uh, this Thursday morning. Pata ranking with the song, Another Level, kickstarting things uh, this Thursday morning. Hope you had a great night. Rest. Uh, it's a brand new day. Uh, promises uh, comes with a lot of opportunities, so you might as well prepare yourself to seize those opportunities as they come your way. Uh, they are... Sometimes few, but trust me, uh, it's not about how many. It's about how many you make use of. Uh, today, the 6th of May, I commemorate a number of things across parts of the world. In Gabon, they're celebrating their Matthias Day today. That's also uh, also in Lebanon and Syria. They're also celebrating Matthias Day. But uh, there's a very tricky commemoration, a tricky celebration happening today. It's the International No Diet Day. Now, I read through and you know found out what this day was about now the international no diet day is an annual celebration of body acceptance you know including fat acceptance and uh you know body shape diversity now this day is also dedicated to promoting an healthy lifestyle with a focus on health at any size and is raising awareness of the potential dangers of dieting and the unlikelihood of success uh now uh, the Institute of Medicine summarizes that those who complete weight loss programs lose approximately 10% of their body weight only to regain two-thirds within a year and almost all of it within five years. The first International No Diet Day was celebrated in the UK in 1992. Well, a lot of feminist groups in other countries around the globe have started to celebrate the International No Diet Day, especially in the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, India, Brazil, and a number of other countries. It's a strange one, but it's celebrated across some parts. The International No Diet Day. Thank you for choosing Fresh Water 7.9 FM Abelkota. It's time to take a look at the headlines this morning. Freshly pressed this Thursday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Thursday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. is my name. Great to know you're there joining the program uh, this morning. The Punch, The Guardian, The Premium Times are some of the options available to us this morning. There's Nigeria Tribune and the Pen Pushing newspapers as well uh, this morning to look out for. We'll go ahead and mention some of the headlines as always. Boldly written on The Punch, Boko Haram, Attack plot on National Assembly VIP locations causes care. Uh, that's on the punch uh, this morning. Umbaka resurfaces protesting youths attack Enugu Bishop's house. Also on the punch uh, this morning. Revenge seeking cultists attack OPC men in Ondo. Six killed. There's another there uh, to look out for. Akwaibom's governor's wife leads protest over slain job seeker. Also there on the punch. Senator demands drastic action against Buhari regime. It's also there uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Gun recovered as man threatens to kill Washipa in Lagos Mosque. 
uh, is there. Boko Haram killed five soldiers, 25 others in Bono attacks. Uh, is also on the point. Uh, this uh, morning, the Premium Times uh, says security operatives rescued 13 abductees in Kaduna. Uh, there is also Nigeria records 52 new cases, two deaths. That's talking about the coronavirus. Buhari appeals for release of Greenfield University students is another uh, there as well. If Nigeria breaks up, minority groups will be exterminated. That's according to the former president, Ulishegon Basanjo, is on the Premium Times as well uh, this uh, morning. Urban uh, Security, APC, PDP Senators Bika as opposition lawmakers threaten to move against Buhari. There's also 27 kidnapped Kaduna College students freed. Uh, that's on the Premium Times as well uh, this uh, morning. The Guardian. Uh, also, with some of these headlines uh, to look out for this uh, morning, NLC rejects planned reduction in salaries of workers. As on The Guardian this morning, APC caucus berates opposition for tagging Buhari absentee president. Uh, there's also Southern governors convene emergency meeting over insecurity. That's there on The Guardian as well this uh, morning. Telcos begin SIM activation as more lines get NIN linkage. Uh, is another uh, there to look out for on The Guardian uh, this um, Thursday morning. NDLEA arrests octogenarian granddaughter with 192 kilogram of cocaine, heroin. Uh, also there uh, on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. The Nigeria Tribune, uh, with also with uh, the latest COVID numbers, Nigeria records 52 COVID-19 infections. Total now 165,273. That's um, according uh, to the Nigeria Tribune. Uh, there is a plan by federal government to slash salaries is mass suicide wish for Nigerian workers, says NLC. It will be suicidal for federal government to contemplate salary reduction, as according to NLC. 2023 will either birth a new Nigeria or ground it. That's on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning. Remaining abducted, 29 students of Kaduna School released by bandits. Also there uh, on the Nigeria Tribune uh, this uh, morning. The Pampushin newspapers. Uh, says a gunman abduct three traders. Driver in Ogun State uh, is there. Man stabs mother-in-law to death. Also on the pen-pushing newspapers this morning. Ogun State monarch advocates pre-election orientation for political office seekers. That's an interesting one. Is on the pen-pushing newspapers as well. 27 kidnapped Kaduna College students freed there on the pen-pushing newspapers as well. Those are your headlines. We'll take a peep into some of them in a bit. Don't go anywhere. Airtel, the smartphone network. 
With love from Conga, we welcome our Muslim brothers and sisters to the holy month of Ramadan. Pay on delivery is now available in Ogun State when you shop on Conga.com. Happy shopping and Ramadan Kareem. Conga.com, the e-commerce group you can trust. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota today, Thursday, the 6th of May, 2021. Uh, great to know you're there uh, with us this uh, morning. Uh, remember, at Fresh FM at Belkota on Twitter is where you drop your contributions as we take a look at some of these headlines uh, this uh, morning. You, of course, uh, can join us live on Facebook and drop your contributions or, you know, questions, whatever, uh, via that avenue as well this morning. Uh, the punch uh, this uh, morning says Boko Haram attack plot on National Assembly uh, VIP locations causes care. Uh, is there. Lawmakers have been notified of a possible attack by Boko Haram insurgents on the National Assembly complex and other public buildings in Abuja. Now, several members of the House of Reps on Wednesday confirmed to Punch correspondent that they had been notified of the imminent attack by the terrorist group. One of them, who is from a state in the southwest, said its presence would henceforth be limited on the premises. Uh, it goes on to say, that is the security alert I saw today. I'm already moving out of here. I'll only be around when there's a major reason to do so. Nowhere is safe in the country anymore, it said. Already, the notice of the impending attack has been made available to the lawmakers. Now, the notice, a copy of which a punch respondent obtained, was sent to the Speaker, Femi Bajabi Amila, other principal officers, and all members of the House. Uh, the security alert dated May 4th, 2021, was issued by Chairman of the House Committee on Internal Security, National Assembly, Mr. Usman Shidi. It was titled... A reply, planned insurgent attacks on VIP locations, government facilities and assets in Abuja. The alert read, I refer to the above subject of which a copy of the intelligence report from the Force Intelligence Bureau of the Nigeria Police Force in the National Assembly Complex has been made available to my office. The report indicates planned insurgent attacks by some elements of Boko Haram on some VIP locations, government facilities and assets in Abuja, including the National Assembly Complex. In view of the above intelligence, I have considered it paramount to advise that all members should henceforth use the presidential gate for ingress and egress. Well, uh, the rest of it is there on the punch this uh, morning. Uh, what we hear is that a number of the lawmakers are now saying uh, that their presence at the National Assembly Complex will be very limited uh, following that um, 
you know, uh, notice that they got yesterday. Boko Haram attack plot on National Assembly, VIP locations, causes care uh, is there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there are, uh, you know, a number of the dailies uh, with that report uh, this uh, morning, many of them uh, talking about uh, what the uh, the reaction of the lawmakers have been uh, to that report that they got. Well, it's there uh, this morning. Boko Haram attack plot on National Assembly. VIP locations causes care. It's on the punch this morning. Mr. Darryl Falari joins me this morning as the editor of the Nigeria Gateway. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Great to see you this Thursday. Yeah. Well, uh, expectedly, after that report, some of the lawmakers are saying, well, um, I'll only be here if I have to be here. And you know, it just tells us, you know, what the attendance level will be, uh, you know, at the National Assembly complex. But it's a it's a it's, it's a great uh, source of concern. Although some would argue that you know uh, other Niger that ordinary Nigerians don't get the uh, the the luxury of having intelligence report to tell them there could be an attack on this highway, there could be an attack in your area. But for these lawmakers, uh, they've gotten a heads up uh, from the police saying there are plans to attack some national assets, including the National Assembly. That's been on now for quite a while, yeah. you know. It's everybody's vulnerable in Nigeria. We are all vulnerable. The chicken is just coming home to roost. This is what citizens have been experiencing for the past ten years that we've been having this Boko Haram scare. Remember that during Jonathan's time they were bombing markets mm. and all the rest. So we are vulnerable. That's why something has to give, you know. That and I'm and I'm glad that things are happening now, you know. The situation is being addressed, and something has to grieve. Now, that, that, that's that's a tricky thing because you know, for for some individuals, you know, when they hear uh, that it's, it's not just the ordinary Nigerian now, uh, I've heard some people say, "Oh, now they all they also." You know, at least to some extent, understand what the ordinary Nigerian is feeling. Or no, is, the rich also uh, cry. Mm. I mean, this 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 has, this has been horn for everything. It's everybody now. We are all vulnerable. Look at what has been happening around us. We all they are picking people from their farms, picking people in the market, going into homes to pick people. We are vulnerable. So that's why everybody's been shouting. That's why senators, lawmakers are shouting. Ordinary citizens are shouting. Governors are shouting. So we are vulnerable. So something has to be done. At the end of the day, uh, the lawmakers, uh, they say uh, that they might be doing something drastic as far as the president is concerned. Uh, the uh, Nigeria Tribune this morning, uh, the Tribune now, uh, the Premium Times uh, this morning uh, says APC PDP senators Bika as opposition lawmakers threaten to move against Buhari uh, is on the Premium Times. Now, senators argued along party lines on Wednesday over who to blame for the rising insecurity across the country. Now, while senators of the People's Democratic Party condemned President Muhammad Buhari's silence in the wake of the kidnappings and killings across the country, those of the ruling APC disagreed, saying the Buhari administration is doing its best to tackle insecurity. The PDP minority caucus of the National Assembly was the first to state its position. The lawmakers, led by the minority leader Inaya Baribe, accused President Bari of not only breaching the constitution, but also being silent from duty in the face of grave insecurity facing the country. They also frowned at the government's economic strategy, which they said had led us to a very high inflation that we have today. The valuation of our Naira to the heights that we never expected and has also concomitantly brought out unemployment and has led to the government to contemplate, as we see today, to raise the price of fuel. 
electricity tariff and all manners of charges on helpless Nigerians. Now, while addressing journalists on Tuesday, Mr. Baribe said after due consultations, the caucus will at the appropriate time utilize all constitutional methods and measures available after consultations with their colleagues to do the needful to save the country from collapse. That's it. Well, well it's an intervention. We it, have to save the country. It, it goes on. It goes on for the APC members. It's uh, not they, a matter of party now. You don't, but, they, don't, they shouldn't trade blames. You know, this is an emergency. We need to save our country. But, you know, no, no, knowing our, knowing the way they we operate, knowing what we do, we, it is totally expected that, you know, they would go along party lines. Yes, that, they were strictly along party lines. They, they shouldn't play politics with security. This is an emergency. Something has to be done but to you know, save our country. Uh, All ants must be on this. Judging by the way politicians look at things, I bet they're looking at this the PDP lawmakers and saying this is not they are also to, probably playing politics. This is not time to play politics. You know, they, they, they look at what Smart at the ME did. You know, he spoke not as a party man, but mm. he spoke as a patriot, as a Nigerian who mm. has you know. We're all we're we're, we're, we're all afraid. You know, we're, 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 things are terrible. You know. So, I mean, something has to be done and done fast. So that's why, you know, President Buhari has been in the security meeting. They, they suspended it. They continued yesterday. So something will happen. I mean, and you know, he's, he's asked for Africa. Though, though that, that's... Uh, it's the prerogative uh, of the years. Yes. Mm. But, you know, something has to be done. You know, it's an emergency now. It's not a matter of playing politics or saying something. You know, it's a, it's an emergency. We have to save our country. But what, what what do you see the PDP lawmakers doing? Because they say that after due consultations, they'll do all uh, they'll use all the instruments at their disposal. You know, they're just talking. You know, trying to position themselves for 2023. And this is not time to play politics. This is time to be patriotic. This is time to support the the, the country and make sure that we all fight the insecurity. We are fighting insecurity. Well, uh, the number of people have been suggesting, you know, what, what they could do. Remember, there's been talks of um, the resignation, possibly the impeachment of the president, and you know, some look at the uh, the, uh, the statements by the PDP lawmakers as an indicator that they could be ready to do that. Yeah, there's a be. government in place, and that government will do the needful. The government will do the needful. Uh, all unconstitutional. Uh, recommendations will not be welcome. You know, some people saying that uh, the military should take over and all mm -hmm. the rest. That's not welcome. This is just a challenge that we have to face. And, you know, nations face challenges. And challenges, don't forget, have expiry dates. So these two will pass. You know, whatever we are going through, we will get over it. But the question is, how, how, how quickly will he pass? Because uh, I'm sure someone must have said it was going to pass, you know, 10 years ago oh, when yeah. it started. Uh, I'm sure someone must have a lot of Nigerians thought you know, Nigeria getting is not, a new president Nigeria meant is not, it was going Nigeria to pass. Nigeria is not isolated. You know, there is a Sahel region. Mm. You know, what happens in Libya, Niger, Chad, Cameroon, Benin? All these things have ripple effects on the country. So, is the the, the, the death of Debbie now, you know, the Chadian president, also have implications for all these things that are happening. So, it's, uh, it's not time to, to play politics or time to just... Uh, play to the gallery. This is a serious issue that all hands must be on deck. And whatever we can all do to fight this insecurity, we should do it. Well, the rest of that story is uh, there on the Premium Times for the APC caucus led by the Senate leader Abdullah Yahya. Uh, they described Mr. Baribu's comments as capable of overeating an already charged polity 
Uh, they say, well, we acknowledge the natural disposition of playing politics. We are worried and disturbed that our colleagues are playing with lives. The state of insecurity for which the Senate has continu- continuously debated and issued resolutions is too delicate uh, to play with. They say that the president and the service chiefs are meticulously busy every day and every night in deliberations and reviews to addressing the security challenges across uh, the entire country. Well, um, is there on the Premium Times insecurity? APC, PDP senators, Bika, as opposition lawmakers threaten to move against Buhari. Uh, for while the you know APC lawmakers uh, try to convince Nigerians or make uh, you know, well, first of all, their uh, opposition members see that the president is meticulously busy, as they put it, doing something about. You know, the insecurity situation, uh, the reports we get, you know, uh, might, uh, you know, at some point just uh, make you wonder whether these things, uh, whether something is really being done or whether activity actions are really uh, going on towards ending uh, the security situation. If you check a lot of the dailies, there are, you know, reports about uh, individuals that have been picked up by just... Um, Yesterday, the report started going around, though this happened on Tuesday night, about the kidnap of four individuals here in Ogun State. Uh, it says um, gunmen abduct three traders, driver in Ogun State. Uh, is uh, virtually everywhere. The Pempishi newspaper is also talking about it. I was uh, listening to the uh, the uh, the nar- narrative by two of those that were spared. Apparently, the gunmen looked at the individuals and selectively picked four of them, including the driver. Now, gunmen on Tuesday night allegedly kidnapped four persons at Olubo Village, located along Abeokuta Imala Ilaraito Road in Abeokuta North Local Government Area of Ogun State. Uh, the victims, which include three female traders and their driver, were abducted at about 8 p.m. while they were returning from Ilara Market in Imekoa for local government area. The victims were reported uh, to be traveling in the Toyota Avensis commercial SUV when the attack was launched by the bandits who displayed AK-47 rifles and machetes to carry out the operation. Uh, the, the scene was the same spot where a medical doctor and a nurse traveling from Emeko town were also kidnapped last month but later regained freedom after ransom was paid uh, to their abductors. The assistant commissioner of police in charge of operations, Bolan Lemuitala, appealed to the residents within the vicinity to remove the barricade on the road with assurance that the command will apprehend the suspects and effect release of the uh, victims. Well, two survivors, uh, Mrs. Akilber and Mrs. Rafi Ataladeh, they said the commercial vehicle was abruptly stopped by four gunmen who shot into the air repeatedly. Well, the, the rest of it is there on the Pempishing newspapers for you to look out for. It's also on the punch. Uh, from, from what uh, those uh, two of those that were spared told us, uh, you know, they stopped the vehicle, uh, selected three of them, Although they claim that you know, they were uh, speaking what they said was Fulani language. I, I, I love the way uh, the reporters there were asking, uh, if you don't understand Fulani, how do you I tell they are Fulani yeah. people? Well, they said there was a Yoruba individual who was their translator. Mm-hmm. And it just tells us that, well, it just points to us that, you know, we're, well, it's not about the ethnicity now. Apparently, there's a, there's a ring here. Mm-hmm. So, from what they said... It's very lucrative mm-hmm. now. So, that's what people are going into. It's unfortunately kidnapping is has become very lucrative. That's why people are doing going into it. My advice is that we should, for now, avoid night travels. Does Wherever it, you are, mm-hmm. when it's six p.m., stay there and travel. Maybe later in the day, avoid night travels. You know they were picked up at eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Please let us all avoid night travels. You know this is just on, on Saturday too. There was a video of a guy that was shot. You know that died in a in a vehicle. 
So we should avoid night travels for now. These are these are, these are not. Uh, does, does it bother you that uh, they were they were picked up at the same spot with the doctors? That's, that's, and that's, and the that's what I'm saying. You know, if you have information, you know, wisdom is correct application of knowledge. There's you know that dangerous a dangerous point. You know, so avoid night travels. Then, when you are getting that to that spot, you know. Be extra cautious. You know, look ahead. If there is something, then turn around. Down, about, down. about security presence, shouldn't there be security presence considering uh, well, what happened before? I, I don't know whether there was security presence after or before, but at that point, precisely. Yeah, those are hot spots that should be guarded, you know, for now. You know, I, I'm sure that, uh, that that's unfortunate that the place is not guarded. You know, that's, 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 a, that's, an, that's a hot spot that, you know, that we should have security presence, you know. And I'm sure something will be done now. Well, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I saw I saw a number of reactions of people to what happened and to the fact that it happened at the same spots. A couple of people, you know, questioned, um, you know, the fact that. Remember, I, I, thankfully, uh, the Nigerian Gateway did have a chat with the Amotekun commander, who was saying that, you know, uh, members of Amotekun had been posted to hot spots, and you know, I saw a number of people say they expected that this was an hot spot. You know, the thing about bandits is that they before. don't stay in one spot; they, they continue to they move. move. So, well, Apparently, so these, ones have, follow, these ones have done then they go something at the same spot so that twice. Is, that, that's why it's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough, but we have to do the tough things now to save our country. Well, it's there on uh, many of the dailies this morning, but there's some good news, um, at least to some extent, about the uh, remaining students of the college of uh, the Federal College of First Recognition in Africa. They were released yesterday. Um, it took a while before government officials gave confirmation, although uh, the parents' uh, committee say the kids were released to them. Uh, they didn't offer details as to what happened, but uh, from indications, the bandits did get something. The question is, how much did they get? Uh, that is what appears uh, no one is going to tell. But like I said, from indications, uh, it does appear uh, that the, they paid for their release. Because uh, as far as Kaduna is concerned, they're still the students of the Greenfield University that is getting a lot of Nigerians worried. Remaining abducted 29 students of Kaduna School released by bandits is on the Nigeria Tribune this morning. The Premium Times also says um, security operators rescued 13 abductees in Kaduna. Uh, and th- th- these are not even part of the celebrated cases. What it means is there are so many other so many people other that, in, that we don't even, that know, we don't about. even know about. Mm. That's the thing. It's uh, endemic. It's there on many of the dailies. We'll take a very quick pause. When we return, Labour is warning the federal government against slashing workers' salaries. Don't go anywhere. Show of services Nigeria Limited. Sabansoro, Nipa Clarina for the agency. I want go gone. One money pay, Dada. Show of services Nigeria Limited. Nobody for Russia, Lossi Bikibi. Larry, Nigeria. This is Lodioku, who is share one local and international delivery. Be letter, document, at the passu, bacana. Larry, I want share one. Now, 21 year, yeah, and see fright. Yeah, line ticketing, general export, insurance. Show of services Nigeria Limited. What name? Number 47, Lucia Gonshaba Road. Okay, Lewo Abel Kuta. WhatsApp number 0818 900 89 76. Telephone lines 0802 
Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Thursday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. I have with me in the studio the editor of the Nigeria Gateway, Mr. Dari Falano. We've been taking a look at the headlines together. Uh, just before we went to that break, I did uh, mention uh, the issue of labor is on the Guardian this morning. It says NLC rejects planned reduction in salaries of workers. Uh, the Nigeria Tribune says it will be suicidal for FG to contemplate salary reduction. Well, uh, let's uh, read from The Guardian uh, this uh, morning. The Nigeria Labor Congress, NLC, has rejected federal government's plan to uh, downward... I mean, plan of downward review of salaries and emoluments of workers. Now, President of the Congress, Aiba Waba, in a statement in Abuja yesterday, decried the statement... Credited to the Minister of Finance and National Planning, Mrs. Zainab Ahmed, of the federal, that the federal government was working to reduce the high cost of governance by cutting down salaries of Nigerian workers. Labor was also urged by the Minister's Directive to the National Salaries, Incomes and Wages Commission to immediately review the salaries of civil servants as well as the number of federal agencies in the country. NLC stated that it was almost unthinkable that the government would be contemplating unilaterally slashing salaries of Nigerian workers at this time. Uh, in their words, I quote, the question to ask is which salary is the government planning to slash? It certainly cannot be the mega national minimum wage of 30000 which right now cannot even buy a bag of rice. The proposed slash in salaries is certainly not targeted at the minimum wage and consequential adjustment in salaries that some callous state governors are still dragging their feet to pay. NLC observed that the devaluation of the Naira and the rising inflation have put Nigerian workers' lives at risk, which seems not grave enough to bother uh, the government across board. Well, uh, Labour say that the call for salary slash by Ahmed is tantamount to a mass suicide, which for Nigerian workers is most uncharitable and most insensitive, also most humanizing and most barbaric. Uh, they say that if there is any, I'm trying to make sure I get their words correctly, if there is any salary that needs serious slashing, it is those, uh, the humongous salaries of the, uh, political office holders who do little and earn so much. The words of labor. Um, it's a, it's a lot of work. Uh, it appears there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, tussle between uh, labor across states and the national body uh, with government because, uh, you know, for, for so many governments, the, the, go-to, um, uh, the go-to method to reduce their cost of spending appears to be workers. Now, I was listening to the existing governor some days back also saying uh, they might be, you know, jettisoning the current minimum wage and you're probably you know, just reducing yeah, things. Yeah, because in Nigeria, the recurrent expenditure is It's a lot. But what, so what? that's where to go, you know. Once you want to slice the belly fat, that's where, unfortunately, but, where government to go but to does reduce it, the cost Does it necessarily have to governance. be workers? Should, shouldn't it, just like Labour have pointed out, start that's, with the officials that's and a start with the reduction of agencies that's as a, well? That's the suggestion that they've made. You know, the narrative will continue and there will be a back and forth and they will arrive at something. You know, it's, you know the lopsidedness in the salary structure you know, between political appointees and civil servants, you know, should be addressed. So maybe it will be addressed now. But government has to come up with creative solutions to reflect the economy. Now, even even before we got to this, um, you know, what we call you know, the cash crunch, even before uh, the, we, we saw the dwindling of revenues, there had been constant calls for, you know, the need to reduce... Uh, you know the the, the salaries of uh, government officials reduce the number of officials. Yes, you could argue it's a 
Yeah. So, so it's a smart move, uh, you know, talking about federal agencies. We're talking about agencies, um, you know, dupli duplicity of, um, uh, you know... Um, the Honosahe report is there. I was just going to mention that. I mean, that's, that's the thing, you know, about duplicity and everything. The Honosahe report is there. It's, nothing has been done about it, you know. When push comes to shove like this, that's when we have to sit down and take hard decisions, you know. But people are saying... Look at the other side too, not just workers. It's the go-to. Anytime there is a depression in the economy, they look at reducing workers' wages, reducing the number of workers, retrenching people and all the rest. So that's a lazy way out of the problem. They should sit down, you know, look at the other side, you know, slice some of the fats, you know. Some people are, you know, their, their bellies are bulging mm. while others are emaciating. So, I mean, look at those whose bellies are bulging slice of the fat reduce some of the thing looking what you know bring come up with creative solutions is there anyway uh, on the tribune uh, what if there is anything to get from the statement uh, of labor uh, they will not accept oh, yeah. any attempt to reduce the salary of workers all in the name of cutting government that, that spending. That's a given. Labor, that's what labor should mm. do. I mean, labor will not allow, will not sit down there and see, allow their workers to be shortchanged. And, and it's interesting we're having these talks just a couple of days after Workers' Day, after promises were made. In fact, the Minister of Labor was saying uh, on a TV program saying he has the oh, right to word. sue to cut governors that are not painting. If they have immunity, I can start with the ISSG, although uh, some said it was granted standing though but um, it's, it's, it's really interesting this uh, talks are coming after. You know, year in year out you have those promises and then nobody addresses the real issue but now you know things are you know it, it's, it's a continuous engagement you have to engage each other dialogue and everything till you get a solution to the problems Planned by federal government to slice salaries is mass suicide wish for Nigerian workers, says NLC. That's how the Tribune reports it. NLC uh, rejects planned reduction in salary of workers is there uh, on the Guardian to look out for. Uh, the Nigerian Tribune also says 2023 will either birth a new Nigeria or ground it. That's according to former president Olusegun Obasanjo is on the Tribune. Uh, this uh, morning, I'm trying to get a hold of the, the Premium Times also uh, reported that uh, particular story. It says, if Nigeria breaks up, minority groups will be exterminated. That's according to the former <laughs> president. Anyway, uh, the former president, Yusha Gombasaja, has described 2023 as the year that will either bring about the emergence of a new federation or make the country slide into dissolution. Speaking on Wednesday, when he hosted members of the Chief Professionals Group at his penthouse residence within the Uliche Gombasanjo Presidential Library premises in Abeokuta. The former president urged the nation's leaders to ensure that the year 2023 is a watershed in Nigeria. He noted that all efforts must be geared towards ensuring that 2023 marks the beginning of a new Nigeria, warning that if the feeling of rot in the system continues, the nation will slide into the solution. He warned those beating the drums of war to disease from such, adding that they do not have the interests of the minority ethnic groups at heart. Obasanjo just said, I do believe that whatever else we do, we have to make the year 2023 a watershed for Nigeria. Uh, 2023 should give us the beginning of emergence of a new federation of feeling that the road continues and then we're going to be sliding into the solution. God forbid, he says. He says, if the Yoruba can stand as a country, if the Igbo can stand as a country, if the Alsa Fulani can stand as a country, if the major tribes decide to break up from the country, where do you want the minority ethnic groups to stand? That many Nigerians, that many Nigerians don't know about, unfortunately. Where do we want those minority groups uh, to stand? Mm -hmm. Well, um, 
the rest of it is on the Tribune. It's there on the Premium Times as well. As far as you know, the minority groups are concerned, we've heard a lot of, a lot of people talk about it, saying that there are just so many groups. Uh, and we, we've heard of if, if groups go their separate ways because they say they, they are being marginalized, was assurance that some minority groups will also not suffer that marginalization when they go along with some groups. But when... when, when the former president talks about 2023, uh, saying it has to be this, it has to be that. Uh, some some would say that you know what 2023 will be, the signs that we'll begin to see now. And for some people, the signs are not great. I've, in fact, I've heard some elder yeah, statesmen we, say 2023 might not even hold yeah, if we don't fix certain that, things. Uh, we will get to 2023. You know, that's why we are saying all hands should be on deck to solve the problems now, so that we can get to 2023. And uh, in the run-up to 2023, we need to educate Nigerians, you know, about their rights, about who to vote for and not to vote for. You know, now all excuses have been given. You know, they've used various bogeys to win to win votes. You know, now Nigerians should be designing. You know, you know, you've seen them. You've seen Lori Laura. You've mm. seen. So now people should be designing and know that who, who they should you know vote for. Then people too should come out you know, and join political parties to at least try and change the paradigm. Let's have our best contesting in 2023. The best Nigerians coming out to contest. Have, have we been having the best Nigerians contesting ah, the election? Well, there's you know, the, 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 a school of thought that believes that it's the, the, those that we have been parading, some of them are not the best. Some of them cannot be called the best. So let's have people coming out to represent, especially at the local government level, now that in Ogun State we are preparing for elections, let's have people coming out in their local, in their locality to come out and contest, you know. Come and test the, the, the waters. Mm. You know, even if you don't test the waters, you say, ah, this is it, you just give up. Go there and contest and test the waters. Even look at what they've done for females. They will not pay. So let's have some women coming out, you know, strong women at the grassroots coming out to, to be councillors, coming out to be local government chairmen. Why not? So let, let them let, them, let let there be this consciousness, you know. Let people be politically conscious. Come out and represent your area. So if you are there and you, people know you in your area, and you are not doing it well, people will come to you. Mm. Will go to you and mm. so, so don't, mm. let's let's have more represent quality representation, you know, in the run up to twenty twenty three. And right now, let's 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 fight the insecurity, you know, insecurity problem, you know, insecurity and corruption because he said that corruption breeds insecurity and insecurity breeds corruption. corruption so the two we have to fight well um the uh, need for education of uh, the electorate very important uh, the Pampishian newspapers as this report says Ogun State Monarch advocates pre-election orientation this time for political office seekers mm. uh, is there a traditional ruler in Ogun State about Lufemi Ogunle has advocated for a pre-election orientation in political and public governance for politicians seeking election into any of the three tiers of legislative chambers in Nigeria Pampishian reports the Monarch made the call while addressing a group of politicians who had called in his palace at Akale in Ewekoro uh, local government area to introduce some candidates seeking election into the local government council. Uh, the Toula Day of Akinale explained that such orientation programs should be designed and anchored by the Department of Political and Economic Affairs, the National Orientation Agency, and the Ministry of Information. Uh, Pempushin further reports that Ogunle believed that such a pre-election orientation for politicians would not only serve as an enhancement towards performance if elected, but also serve as a weeding test for intellect and capability of the potential 
candidates. Uh, the, the monarch pointed out that local government is the bastion of rural integration and development and should be accorded serious and effective attention, adding that it is the foundation of governance which should be strongly armored. Well, the rest of it is there. Uh, on the Pempish newspapers this morning. Logan State Monarch advocates pre-election orientation for political office seekers. That's somebody who should know. The Monarch is a PR icon mm. in Nigeria. And, you know, what he's saying is very true, very correct, you know, because if you don't know your purpose, some of those contesting don't even know why they are contesting. So test them, ask them questions, and ask the hard questions. What will you do if you become elected? You know, let's see the ideas that they have. That the local government is the closest government to the people, you know. So, if we get it right at that level, you know, governance, you know, and uh, the people, there will be uh, you know, you life know, abundance. But the, 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 there are issues that have led to what we could call the, um, the lack of interest in local government uh, politics uh, from people, local government election. Uh, we know a lot of things that have been said about, you know, how, you know, it's just uh, landslide victory for a ruling party, mm. the uh, manipulations that go on as far as government elections. Yeah, Although I was Ogu listening State, to the Oxford chairman the other day saying that won't happen. Years this time back, around. years mm-hmm. back, we 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 had PDP in Ogun water side, and the, the only one person you know out of the twenty six mm-hmm. PDP. So that is popular. You know, you, you, where you are popular, no party can take away your something. Even if not, not if if not one of the two big parties, if local it party, could be another. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you are just everybody wants to go to the state and national. Local government is where the action should be. You know, concentrate on that. Raise the awareness. You know, the, the, the scope is not too large. So people can monitor, ask questions. They monitor periodically, review what you are doing and you are, what you are not doing. Give advice. You know, so if we get it right at the local government level, this local government election that is coming out, I want people, more people to come out. You know, let people come out. Let people go and raise the discussions, raise the quality of representation so that at least we can get it right at that level. Is there on the Pempishing newspapers as well? There are some more headlines uh, for you uh, to look out for. Uh, telcos begin SIM activation as more lines get NIN linkage. Is there? Uh, Southern governors convene emergency meeting over insecurity. Also on the Guardian, uh, relief as free 27 students arrive after 56 days. Uh, you see them uh, looking fallen. Yes, very sad. Uh, but, you know, uh, some would say it's good to have, to have them back. Uh, hopefully, the necessary things will be done. You know, health checks, um, psychological, most important. As a traumatic uh, because of 56 exactly. days. Mm. Wow. It's there on many of the dailies to look out for. Uh, let's get to hear from you uh, this morning at Fresh FM at on Twitter. That's where you drop your contributions. We're live on Facebook. Do drop your views via that avenue as well. The number is 0815 Your name, where you're calling from, get to the point. Good morning. Hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Wally. Good morning. Uh, I greet uh, Mr. Falani Chief. Good morning, sir. Morning, my brother. This is Falani from Morning. Ah, you know, Boko Haram, you know, pushing government to their toes. Uh, it shouldn't be, they, they should not be astonished. You know, this is where they make us to, you know, to get to. You know, so, I think the the better way now is for them is to construct for now to another level. That is the only thing. Because as it is now, insecurity is a national kick for you. As it is, as we are now. You mm. So most importantly, to the slash of, uh, uh, what's it called? The Worker salaries. 
I think they should start from, you know, like now, they are propagating that they are going to increase maybe their house of whatever. As a rep members. Mm. They are going to have uh, maybe 15 or whatever seats. They should realize that the initially, they should, I mean, they should cut their coat according to their sizes. Because the women, they should, uh, uh, they are supposed to, you know, create seats for women in the almost in like, the I mean, 400 and something okay. uh, seats that they have. At the moment, all right. Another chance. It's just, so it shouldn't be, uh, they should not put their, uh, they all should right. not shop on, on, on new jewels. Okay. For the, for the thank you very uh, much. All right. Th- th- thank you. I know you could go on and on. Good morning. Hello. Yes, Hello? Good, good morning. Good morning, Professor Walibakari. <laughs> I'm not a prof. <laughs> What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, good morning. Good morning. This is the voice of Akin Lili Rumitogu from Tabu Abeokuta. Um, I'm really exhilarated that uh, I'm part of the program. You know, as a matter of fact, the system we are using in this country, we are lack of probity and diligence. And it seems we are moving from a uh, simple political problem to the greater one. Why? Because we lack a proper uh, political and economic audit trail. As we learn Nigeria in a place, yeah. We are turning this country to a place of dystopia. Due to our, uh, uh, our laws, and let me tell you something this morning, emphatically, that no matter how we reduce the cost of uh, our spending, if we don't have proper and economic audit trail, as in uh, how to use our money and create a good purpose okay. for our money, our money will be useless. Okay. All right. who, are, who, who is there to, to stop Nigeria? All right. Thank you. That is why we are having a lot of political uh, quagmire okay. in the country. All right. Thank this you very much. This is the best time to enforce into something to change our country politically. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. We should go away from this uh, terrorism. Okay. All right, Mr. Mutoko. Thank you. Uh, good morning. Yeah, well, good morning. Good morning. You have to know more than the man. Wale uh, and your guys, I want to ask you this morning. Do we have opposition in Nigeria? I'm asking you. Don't we? There's a PDP, at least for starters. There are a number of I other beg, parties. I beg, I beg, talk about another you, you, you don't see them as opposition. What do you, what do you need no them to do to be opposition? Uh, there are, there's no opposition in Nigeria. And if there is, if currently they are also occupying that National Assembly, can we say this opposition not Nigeria? No. Well, do you know what I discover? 80% of Nigerian politics, uh, politicians, I mean, don't love their people. Hmm. Look, they are talking of flashing salary. The other time, I think last week, they are talking of giving uh, women 15%, and they want to have more, more women... He said, I want senator from my uh, state. And two out of three. One day, we don't have opposition. And we don't have those politicians that really love this country. Sometimes I ask myself, do we even love this country the way we behave? Have you ever seen these people even talking about their allowance? Okay, the situation that Nigeria is now, the economy is bad, people are. 
God let's see themselves. Can we even reduce what we are getting? Both the opposition and the living party. Wale, these people are same of the same. I hope Nigeria will learn in 2023. Look, who make party? People that make party. If you refuse to vote for these two major political parties, look, they will not be, be in that position today. Thank you uh, for your contribution. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay, uh, you'd have to try again at Fresh FM at on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Wally. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Folani, I greet you. Morning, my brother. Engineer Folabi, I'm calling from Songo. Uh, you see, uh, I, I want to talk on the local government. I think, uh, like Polarin rightly said, the local government is the closest government to the people. And it is supposed to be the more important government. The reason that the local government becomes a very little uh, impact is that they are not placing important uh, placement in terms of uh, qualification when you want to get to the office. But when if you put it on the competitive aspect as well as we have in other arms of government, like the election is very, very important. But in, the, in an issue whereby the government will be appointing people, it becomes very, very... Wow. Hello? Oh, we, we lost a call, but we, we got an idea of where you were headed mm. with that point, uh, talking about you know some situations uh, where uh, ruling governors just select uh, those that go ahead to become a local government chairman, uh, depriving the people the opportunity of getting to vote for who they want. Well, I will see these things happen. Uh, Taiwo Tulilokweladir on Twitter says, In 1982, the minimum wage of civil servants was over $100. Today, the minimum wage is $60. Who is receiving who? Any minimum wage that is less than 100,000 naira is not in line with existing realities. Ikitikete says, Reducing salaries at this critical time will further generate tensions. This administration has wasted so much funds on frivolous things. So why creating a new ministry when we can barely manage the existing ones? They used $637 million to feed students who were on holiday. I really rules. The first point of salary reduction should be political office holders and not Nigerian workers. NLC should stand firm and resist any attempt to further impoverish Nigerian workers. But at Damilola, NLC must insist on the defending on defending their people. How will the government who can regulate the prices of items in the market reduce workers' salaries? Political office holders become billionaires within four years, while the worker suffers for thirty-five years. Um, Ed Dunabayo says, shouldn't it bother us that in the midst of these unprecedented security challenges, economic hardship and renewed cessationist agitations, uh, the president on whose, the table, on whose table the box tops never deemed it fit to address the agitated citizens. Something obviously isn't right. Shegun Bogi says, kidnapping around Yewags of Ogun State is becoming one too many. I believe these guys can be tracked down and arrested with the aid of tech technology. They make calls to negotiate ransom for their victims. Our government should please do something urgently. We can't continue like this. And uh, now it has got into a national assembly. The presidency and APC leadership should act to save this country. Forget playing politics and stop being beat up about positive criticisms. Worry, bullets can't distinguish between APC and PDP or neutral persons. Absolutely. God help us, he says. Um, on Facebook, wow. Rajia Fees says, on the issue of Federal College of Forestry students, we thank God that they were released yesterday, and I'm so happy that they were not killed. But Uncle Wale, who is Gumi 
Well, we both know who he is. What is our DSS doing? Um, Gumi needs to answer a lot of questions. God bless Nigeria. Uh, good morning, Wale. I don't think the president has a political will to be decisive on Nigeria 10 security situation. Leave the security meeting aside. No good thing will come out of it because they are confused. Moreover, uh, such the info, since the information minister has shifted blames at that kidnapping banditry as state matters, I says on minimum wage issues, you recall the last time you brought a labor leader on the show. I specifically ask you people, what will labor leader do if government gives conditions uh, that they will sack workers or reduce their salary? He said no, but when they get to the bridge, they will cross over. Now it's the reality. Well, it's there this morning. Huh, we have to run. Apologies if we didn't take your thoughts or comments. Mr. Falani, thank you for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Good morning, Nigeria. Enjoy your Thursday. Good morning. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM. Good day, listeners. This is introducing Omega Pro, a forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade Forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. Omega Pro, a Forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade Forex and deliver huge profits to her clients every single day. Forex trading is a very stable and lucrative business. It has been around for over 300 years. Unfortunately, many Nigerians lose money in Forex because they try to do it all by themselves. You cannot study medicine for three months and be a medical doctor. Stop wasting your money. Let the experts do it for you and deliver huge profits to you every single day. No skill or experience is needed. You don't even need to quit your present job or business. Just sit back and relax and let Omega Pro trade Forex for you and pay you huge profits every day. For inquiries, just WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp FX to 080-6846-3912. The number again, 080-6846-3912. WhatsApp only, please, to attend our live business presentation on WhatsApp and Zoom daily. Omega Pro, Omega Pro, a Forex trading company that uses artificial intelligence to trade Forex and deliver huge profits to her clients.